Like this year I was there and it was like, I can't wait to go see Jason at this event. And you have more people, more money raised, more everything. So I kind of labeled that the J-Mac Impact. What's up? We are back here, double coverage with the McCordy Twins. You have me, your host, Jason McCordy, with my sidekick, the guy that they call Devin. Uh, as you guys know, oh, let's, I guess my we, name should, is on shirt. we should pay attention. Uh, new new t-shirt right here. I survived Devin's basement couches from the podcast. So we're doing it big, you know. Uh, bring guests on, give them t-shirts, all, all that, all that yeah, good my, stuff. Man. I like I like my new threads, bro. Yeah, but I, feel, I feel clean cut. I want to. I want to. Oh my bad. I, I want to get into the show. As you guys know, you can find our podcast on YouTube or iTunes or whatever it is that you use to listen to podcasts. All you have to do is search double coverage. With the Mama, McCourty, we made it with the McCordy twins, and as always, keep up with us on social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at McCordy twins. Quick shout out to our partners here at Double Coverage Boston Medical Center and Embrace Kids, and also our newest partner, our friends over at Norma Tech. As you guys know, Embrace Kids and uh, Boston Medical Center, we've partnered together to tackle sickle cell. We just hosted. Six six annual six annual tackle sickle cell casino night last just, night. We'll just get last night. We'll get into that. But for any information, go to tackle.org. And as you guys know, athletes everywhere are redefining their potential with Normatech recovery systems. It's helping them to push the boundaries and exceed their goals. They recover faster, increase circulation, and conquer sore muscles with Normatech, the ultimate recovery. For today's athlete, where you make gotta go, make where sure you gotta you go. visit www.normatechrecovery.com for more information and make sure you pick yourself up one. All type of athletes, not just pros. I'm yeah. always say that because there's less pros than just regular, really good athletes. More Joes. No, they're not Joes. They're good athletes. You remember that show, Pros vs. Joes? Yeah, yeah. I would have dominated that. Back when I was a gym. But you just saw they did. They did. They, we just in the NFL kind of had a version of pros versus Joe's. That was flat football. The whole they, flat got, football they got crushed. And they got crushed. Because those dudes some weren't. Old, some of my old teammates was out there they, getting crushed. They weren't Joe's, though. I just told you that. They're just good athletes. That's getting why they crushed. need. They need to go visit NormaTechRecovery.com. Stay fresh. Got a little breaking news. Trade deadline ended, uh, I guess, what? Two hours, two and a half hours ago, right now. It's almost 6.30-ish. Ooh, letting the people know our time. That's yeah, nice. man. Tlaib, Aqib Tlaib, over uh, from L.A., heading, meeting, to, heading to the 305 to meet, Miami. Meeting back up with some familiar faces. Form, former teammate of yours, Aqib Tlaib. Yeah, my guy, Leave. I got to text him, see see what he's thinking. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I want to come visit, you know. Nice. Hopefully he gets a nice house on the beach or something. Yeah, beautiful weather. Yeah. Uh, Miami wasn't done. Sent Kenyon Drake. Uh, from Miami all the way to the West Coast to Arizona to join the Cardinals, who uh, have uh, a slew of running back injuries. If we're right keeping now. the math, though, King and Drake happened before Akeem Talib. But I mean, who but it's breaking news, so I'm going in order. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, it's my fault. I and then also, Leonard Williams, um, probably. If you probably you go by, yeah. If you go by player wise, probably the best trade of this entire season so far. He went from. The New York Jets to the New York Giants. He's going to play his home games at the same exact stadium. Most likely. Does he move? Probably not. I mean, the, 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 the facilities, facilities are, it is, for yeah, a good distance. It's close enough. So, I mean, if you're going to get traded and you like the area you're in, you just not? went from wearing green to blue. Why not? It is what it is. You know? Not a bad uh, move at all. Also, we had uh, Patriots 
ended up releasing Mike Nugent today. True pro though, came in as a true pro. For sure, came in, worked hard. Um, as you notice, things in business, we don't get into why all of those things happen, but obviously we're in the business and the looking for a new kicker. So at some point, I'm assuming it's probably happening like right now as we're on here. They'll probably come with some story or something that someone got signed. Yeah. Now talking about all of these trades that just transpired between last week, between today with the keep to leave trade, so many rumors come along with I know. it. I mean, uh, Jamal Adams is, is going to Dallas. Le'Veon Bell's on the trade block. Chris Harris, Darius Slay. There's cornerback needy teams. Trent Williams. Trent Williams is going to Cleveland. There's just so many rumors that transpire. Did you see? Um, one rumor said the Jets said everyone on our roster is available except Sam Darnold and Quentin mm -hmm. Williams. I mean, so now what were we saying? 51 players were available for trade? Fire today? sale. I mean, I, I think how it's you, always How do you deal with that? Not only as players, but also as an organization. Like, all of these trade rumors, like, because a lot of times with these trade rumors, coaches aren't always involved. In yeah. it. Sometimes this is GM, the workings of the upstairs management stuff. So now you come back in on a Wednesday, you're getting ready to game plan and stuff. As a coach, as a player, how do you deal with all these rumors that and transpire? I, but, and I think it's twofold, because even how do you deal with it if you're on a team and then you find out, like, at the end of all of this stuff, it said Baltimore wanted, you know, so, uh, possibly uh, Jamal Adams. As well, yeah. So, like, then what do those guys think? Dang, do my, do, does my team not want me here? So, I don't know. I don't know how you really deal with that. I, I, I think. remember, what was that, back in 2015, where I remember Schefter tweeted that New England was in, the, in looking to trade for Devin's twin brother, Jason McCourty, out of Tennessee. And I remember, I remember leading up to that. I remember on that day, the day of the trade deadline, talking to you. Like, yo, I don't know. It sounds like this really could be a possibility. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm kind of getting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I remember the trade deadline coming and going. And I remember being in the building later on that week. And our GM at the time, Rustin Webster, comes up to me. And he's just like, I don't know if you've heard all that nonsense with all those trade rumors and all of that stuff. But none of that was true. And I'm looking down at my watch. And I'm just like, well, yeah, now that it's past 4 o'clock, the day has passed, like, it's, I mean, it's all out the window. But I'm like, you could have told me that two days ago when all the rumors were transpiring. So obviously there was something to it. You know what I mean? And I think at the end of the day, as a player, if your name was mentioned in those rumors, it comes back to, all right, this is where I'm going to be. Go back to being a true professional. Yeah, exactly. And I think at the end of the day, there's so many guys in a locker room that you love being around, that brotherhood, um, that I think you can kind of surpass even if it's a I hate this organization mentality, but I'm still going out there playing football, handling things the way I'm supposed to, then you can move forward with it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what you have to do. I think ultimately, you know, it, it's tough. You know, I think anybody who has a job and you find out your job's you trying to be wanted. They're trying to move you or they thought about letting you go. It, no one likes that feeling, but I think as professionals, you, you're going to pick up your paycheck the same way anybody else picks up their paycheck. And in order to do that, you have to keep providing the service you provide. So um, I think all those guys will get to work. Um, you know, it, it'd probably be a little, it'd be a little weird tomorrow in the facility yeah, when yeah, you get yeah. there. A lot of, a uh, lot of chatter. A lot yeah, of chatter yeah. So um, it'll be interesting to see how some of these teams, though, it does play out. Um, you look at, you know, when you have some of your best players on the trading yeah. block, those guys still have to go back to being your best players. Like yeah. they don't not, you know, they don't, it doesn't change. They don't not now be your best players. So, you know, it's you a little bit of that. a process of of getting back and you know the comfort level building back up. So, um, you know. Patriots do one good job. It always seems quiet until it's it, it comes out. So you never know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't hear about all the rumors and stuff. Um, but for those of you on YouTube watching, 
the spot is open over there. The camera is a little bit wider. We have a guest coming on. You know, we're taking care of our all, all our stuff now. But we have a guest coming on. We got an offensive guy coming in. You'll see when he gets here. But yeah, we have been pretty defensive. Yeah, of course, we're defensive guys. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Boogie, and it's boogie, the boogeyman. But anyway, Bill Belichick, three hundred wins, only the third coach in NFL history. I feel pretty. Wins. I feel pretty cool. I was there when he won two hundred. I'm still there when he won three hundred. So you telling me you've been a part of 100 wins? I think so. That's pretty impressive. Playoffs, regular season. I'm just saying, man, we honor Bill. Man. Can I just get I – don't, I don't need a game ball. Can I get, like, what's a cool thing? Oh, it's a Halloween. No, just give me a little pack of M&Ms. It's just – I was just on the team, so it's not a big thing. Just give me a pack of peanut M&Ms or something. It's 300 win against – the first team that hired him as a head coach. I think that was a pretty. I think that was the coolest thing in the world to get your first win. The irony of it. As a Cleveland Brown head coach in New England against New England Patriots, and then to get your 300th win against the Cleveland Browns as a New England Patriot head coach, and then there's only three coaches who have surpassed 300 victories. Who do you know who they are? Um, Landry. Can you name? At least one. Is it Lane? Uh, you tell me. Oh, I thought you knew. You're asking me a question. You don't know the answer. I'll look it so. up. One is definitely George Hallis, pioneer, yes. one of the pioneers. Yeah. But what was even awesome after the game is, as you guys know, anybody that's on the Patriots website and social media pages, Matthew Slater always delivers a post-game, whatever you want to call it, rant, motivational speech. But, I mean, it was just awesome. The things he said about Coach, about the victory that we just had, um, special, special person, uh, I was asked about it, but I try not to divulge too much of what. Is well, you got. I mean, you got to give a little sneak peek. You don't want to give it to the media, but you can give it on the Double Trouble podcast. I mean, he talked about the fact that he, what, he, what he talked about was Bill winning 300 wins. How important that was. Talked about quieting the noise and worrying about the truths that we were living. You know what I mean? Being in the present. He talked about some of the things that said about our team. Is Brady too old? Is not enough offensive weapons? This defense is a bunch of cast-offs. And just going out there and defining what we are ourselves with our play. And he talked about within the victory on Sunday, he said when he thought of the Browns, he thought of four things. And he said four people. And when he went in the line, he named Danny Shelton, a guy that started his career first-round draft. We don't need all the what's name. Danny Shelton. Myself. Jamie, you. And, and, of course, Coach Belichick, who started his career there. Who They said he wasn't good enough. What the heck is he doing? 300 wins later, he's doing something right. The other coach who has 300, Bill Belichick, George Hallis, and? Don Shula. Don Shula has 347. George Hallis, 324. Oh, okay. I thought I knew it. I will, guess I Bi- will Bill have the most wins ever then? When it's all said and done? I don't know, but will you be around for the next 100 of them? Ooh. No. No. Well, probably not. Casino night was last night at Royale in Boston. Over 400 people attended, and it was Woo! awesome. Packed, shoulder That deserves a mama, we made it. Yeah, that was, a good, that was actually a good timing for yeah, that. I know, man. Uh, amazing turnout. People everywhere. We had a people blast ev- there. People taking everywhere. Taking pictures, signing autographs, uh, red carpet to start out with, which was very impressive was the amount of teammates that we had come out. Uh, so many guys, man. Darn there, every member of the boogeyman. Um, so let's many- see, let's see, let's see. What? Can you rattle off all of the guys that came? Yeah, how close can you get? No, nah, that's too many, man. Let's see. No, nah, it's too many. Uh, all right, I got Jamie you. Jamie Collins, Shalit Calhoun, Dante Hightower, Kyle Van Noy, Deron Harmon, 
John, uh, Jay Jones, uh, Jawan Williams, Nate Brooks, uh, Malik Gant, um, Dave Andrews, um, Nikhil Harry. I already said Hightower. Nikhil Harry, uh, Damian Harris, Phil Dorsett, Phil Dorsett, uh, Larry Guy, Jawan Bentley, Jawan Bentley. Yep, I got them all. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, they all Damian came out. Harris. You said I said Damian Harris. They all came out. Awesome turnout. The 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 hit of the night had to be the live auction at the end. Live auction. We, me and Dev, we. Uh, I guess some of you guys don't know, but we're auctioneers. We do. And this. he forgot. We did have a non-Patriot player. We had Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics come. Um, awesome. Appreciate him coming. Smart. Tallest guy there. Tallest guy there, for sure. Youngest guy there too, probably out yeah. of the athletes. Marcus Smart also uh, came through with a pair of autographed game worn shoes. Got a jersey from Jalen Brown. During a live auction, we auctioned off courtside tickets to a Boston Celtics game. Jalen Brown offered to do a meet and greet along with his jersey. And that item went for $26,000. We, during our live auction, was able to make $87,000. Very humbling to know that going to dinner with us was over $10,000. Like, we made a There's going to be some very disappointed people to go to dinner with you. I'm just, I'm just telling the truth. I'm, I mean, to be honest, did, you, did we make more money this year than last year? This year? Yeah, and that's a little bit of the J-Mac impact. I've been here for now a year. People got a chance to know me over that. Because last year, like, I was there, but it wasn't. No one really had a chance I had to, carry you. to know me. You know, I was yeah, just you like, were hanging on. I was just like an extra. But, like, this year I was there, and it was like, I can't wait to go see Jason at this event. And you have more people, more money raised, more everything. So I kind of labeled that the J-Mac impact for the uh, casino night. So um, great, great, great turnout. It was a great turnout. Great, amazing funds raised. I mean, that's what it's One of the highlights, Miss Jean Baptiste. Yes, yes. Grace the stage. Alexis, uh, uh, um, um, one of our young people who has a sickle cell disease. And she's a, she's a, a part of the Next Step program. Yes, went up there, sung her own song written by herself, and it was beautiful. She was nervous beforehand, but she brought the house down. It was Crushed really cool it. Crushed for us it. to sit there uh, and watch that. And Don't worry, over the next couple of days, we'll be, I mean, if you follow us on Instagram, uh, put a lot of the stories up there that people tagged us in, but we'll be posting the footage and, and letting you see some of the behind the scenes and everything that went down. Um, again, if you're interested in, in checking out some of that stuff and staying up to date, tacosignalcell.org. Uh, we'll always keep updating that and putting everything out there. But last night was awesome. I think between Boston Medical um, and between Next Step, them just bringing in so many great people. You know, the the Gene, Gene there, Dan Lyons, Bathia, so many great people come out and they and they help raise a ton of money. Uh, obviously, Trish Kennedy from Zooty, um, they did an awesome job of just making sure uh, everything was just A1 uh last night for sure shout out to mocha sports who um not only designs this cool background but also does a great job helping us with our charity event helping us put it together and all of that um without further ado let's get into the game wet game conditions played a part it rained all day all day from the moment we woke up i opened up the blinds at the hotel i said i guess the forecast is right we got rain today um get a win at home what did it mean to be back at home in our home stadium we were on the road um, versus it, Jets Monday night, back home. It's been a while. The last game was Thursday night, then on the road Monday night. Now we're back for a Sunday afternoon game. Um, in the rain, still loud there. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I think it's it's 
it's very exciting to see how many fans still come out. Yeah. You know, they come out, you see ponchos everywhere. <laughs> the biggest difference is you don't see like the sea of blue and white with the jerseys because like the ponchos are yellowed or they're all different kind of colors. But like everyone cheering, everyone was excited. Um, I think that's one of the, the advantages of playing in New England is for one, the players are ready for all conditions, but the fans are ready for all it's conditions. They get tough. excited. Like my guy, my guy Jeff Breland told me after the game, he had his shirt off. He was all in in the stands, shirts off, having a good time. So uh, I, I'm so excited whenever so we get to play be home. Sick. He'll probably be sick this week. There's gonna be a lot does, of sick people. Does the this rain week. impact the game, game plan, players? Does does it have any impact on the game, or is it just us just raining out? No, it, def it definitely has an impact. I think when you talk about the rain and the winds, um, you know, how hard it's raining. It's tougher for quarterbacks to throw. It changes the passing game. Obviously changes the kicking game. You saw more kicks being returned yesterday, uh, I mean Sunday, than you've really seen, you know, throughout yeah. the year, especially with Jake kicking the ball crazy. Um, so I think it definitely changes the game. And um, I thought we did a good job on the sideline of just being aware of that and talking about how the game would be changing and what was happening. And so, the one thing we talked about was ball security. And, I mean, you see uh, a fumble early by Chubb where somebody literally, one of his offensive linemen, kicks the, the ball, ball out of his hand, and then Jay Jones is able to get him on a punch. And that's just – those are the elements that you have to prepare for. H tackling is a lot harder in the rain. Guys are slippery. The gloves don't work as good. So there's definitely an element to it. And um, playing in the rain is fun. It always reminds me of, like, Pop Warner – Back in the day, growing up, where it rained and, but and we the fields were muddy. But see, like, we didn't have the we didn't have the grass. Like you turn on the San Fran yeah. and Washington game, and they were sliding in yeah. the mud. That's a true rain game. Field turf has killed rain games. Yeah, I guess that. I guess that's a. We're uh, two 2019. It's yeah. just like let's go back to '98 when we were in the Too rain game. Well, at least it, at least it's not AstroTurf. At least not playing on the carpet. Yeah. How was it for you? You know, going against your old organization, familiar faces, some young teammates that you got to know. Uh, how cool was that? I told you, I took, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But nah, uh, <laughs> the crazy thing is um, only a, what, a year removed, spent 2017 in Cleveland, and obviously 18 here in New England, now playing against them in 19. Like I said last time, there really weren't that many guys on the team that, I, that was there when I was there. But after the game, being able to stand on the field and talk to the Miles Garretts and the Joe Schoberts and the Batonios and uh, Higgins, talking to some of those guys that, like when you go through the adversity we went through for that season, you're, you're always bonded. You form relationships, and you can still catch up with guys and, and just pick up right where you left off. So it was cool after the game uh, to talk to those guys and wish them well. Obviously, a healthy season moving forward, and hopefully for those guys, they start to you know turn around, get things going. Um, but a fun game to me to play in the rain. Obviously, with all the noise in that game with the Odell Beckham's, the Jarvis Landry's, the Baker Mayfield's, it was always something. That game when the schedule was announced in April was like the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? How, how could you tell that it had that type of hype during the week? Could you tell by all the ticket requests we had? Yes, unbelievable. Like, 40 tickets 40 between ticket us two. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then you Won't start happen to, again, though. You start to question, are people coming to see you or are they coming to see the stars on the bracket? Come and see the stars, man. They don't care about you. Coming up, and uh, staying in the uh, AFC North, uh, going from playing Cleveland now, heading to Baltimore, Sunday night football to go against Action Jackson, Lamar. Uh, who's, I mean, I mean, you go from watching a guy and being just blown away each time you watch him, like, whoa, whoa, to like, all right, man, we got to play this guy now. We got, we got to try to contain him and, and slow him down a little bit. But um, it's just, it jumps off the screen. His it athleticism, does. his ability to, you know, you drop back and, you know, you watch the Seattle game, 
They cut a guy loose. The guy's he's he's moving up in the pocket. He's running to his right. Shh, 50 yards down the field, Spin throws moves, the ball. Stop and starts. I mean, just impressive. So if you take everyone away, then he makes three moves, moves to the left, to the right. Then he's gone for 40 yards up the middle. So um, obviously probably going to be one of the toughest guys we play all year. Honestly, probably one of the toughest guys I've played in my career when you're talking about trying to contain him and his athletic abilities that he has. To throw the football, to run the football, um, very tough. And that's all saying without mentioning Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards and Andrews Hollywood and, Brown. And, and Hurst and, you know, and all these guys, Seth Roberts, you know, all of these different guys that make plays for them. Um, you haven't even mentioned those guys and Sneed. So yeah. you said um, it. they have just talent all over uh, their offense and their ability to run the game from so many different formations. It's a lot of stuff you're not used a, to seeing. A lot of stuff you got to plan for. Greg um, Roman stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing the same thing in San Francisco with Kaepernick and Frank Gore, Delaney Walker, and those guys. Vernon uh, Davis, yep. Crabtree. Some years back. Um, Wasn't Ted Ginn on that team? I believe so. Um, but I'm not an NFL almanac. If you got a laptop in front of you, look it up. We have some upsets in college football. Oklahoma gets upset by Kansas State. But the biggest upset from Saturday was the seven-and-a-half-point underdogs, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights upset Liberty. I think that might have been the, the biggest upset come Saturday. Bigger than Kansas State, Oklahoma. Yes, Rutgers upset Liberty. Austin, Austin that works in the trainer room, was very sad and yeah, he talked so much He was trash talking trash about. We the, were in the cafeteria and I asked everybody in the cafeteria, "Where is Liberty?" They had no idea, but it was even worse for us because we were seven and a half point underdogs. But we got the dub. We came up with the victory. Drew Brees comes back, thumb injury. No one. I knows. told you we should have gave him comeback player of the week last week. Well, I mean, you didn't want to listen to me. Yeah, we might have blew it, but for a lot of people, he helped out big time on their fantasies. He did. He dang sure did. I bet you there was a lot of people that dropped him. Like, man, Drew Brees Drew's gonna be out for a while. I gotta pick up another quarterback. And there were a lot of smart say. owners that picked him up. Oh, you just happen to be looking at him. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure he showed up big. Uh, put up big numbers. They got the win. Um, and he did this in the year of the backup. Like, that's what, that's what they're saying. This is the year, year of the, the backup. backup. We watched Teddy Bridgewater go undefeated while Drew Brees was down. Like the luxury, Kyle Allen in Carolina. The, the luxury of having that. Your starter of Drew Brees caliber goes down, bringing your backup, you still go undefeated. Like you just said, Panthers just lost, but they were rolling mm -hmm. just before that. Tannehill is in for Mariota in Tennessee. They're 2-0 now with Tannehill under center. Like, Andrew Luck retired. Jacoby Brissett jumps in. Only two losses on the season. Yeah, I, I'm not even calling Jacoby a backup anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He's he definitely a starter But now. you're right, though. He's part of the year of the backup. Man, moving forward, coming this Sunday, we're going to see more of him. Brandon Allen is stepping in for the Broncos with Joe Flacco dealing with a back injury, and Ryan Finley for the Bengals is stepping in as uh, Andy Dalton has been replaced as the Bengals are trying to figure out how to get things rolling on the offensive end. And I keep seeing reports that A.J. Green's getting healthier and healthier. So, uh, hey, if, if, I'm, if I'm Finley, I might go over to A.J. Green's locker. Hey, man, how you feeling? You, you think you could go this week? I, I, sh I sure could use a weapon get outside. Some extra, get some extra passes in. Uh, usually we're talking about players released, players traded. Um, in the coaching world, uh, a guy that I once played for in Tennessee, Ken Wizahunt's fired. Um, and uh, I almost said San Diego and L.A. Uh, with the Chargers. Um, tough for coaches, just like it is players. They have families. They have to move around. Um, but the one thing that well, when you're a head coach, your contracts are totally guaranteed. But um, tough. Obviously, the Chargers aren't where they want to be this year. But I, they, they won Sunday. They're coming off a victory. Um, I believe so. Yeah, they won. Who did um, they play? 
a close game. Um, I can't remember who they played, but it was a close game. And yeah, you're over. You haven't you haven't come up with anything. But I'm them. accurate. I said they won. That was the topic that they won. But uh, Ken Wizard was let go uh, as an offensive coordinator. Uh, so tough break. Um, tough break for Ken, man. Hopefully he lands on his feet somewhere. They played an NFC team. Okay. Who did they play? The Bears. And they came up with a win over the Bears. 17-16. In a close game. Like I said, that was 100% accurate. I so. mean, you were close. No, yeah. Sadar. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Ken will be good. He was a head coach once. He made a ton of money. Trent Williams ends his holdout. Um, reports back. Trent back. The whole world saying Trent back. Maybe he was waiting for the deadline. I don't know. Yeah. But, but for some people that don't know. Will he play, though? Maybe, maybe not. Some people don't know, but when you are holding out, you still need, do need to get accredited season. So I don't know what the exact game. I want to say it may be right around eight games mm -hmm. that you have to be there to be able to get that accredited season that goes, that goes towards free agency. I remember some years back, Vincent Jackson was with the Chargers, held out, stayed away from the facility, showed back up mm -hmm. to get his credited season. But when he showed up, said, man, them hamstrings is a little tight. I can't really go. Missed the entire season and then signed a huge deal that he did in the offseason with to go the to Tampa, right? Yes. Yeah. On the reverse side, Logan Mankins, my rookie year, sat out, came back to get the credit season, but he was healthy. Went to the Pro Bowl uh, and helped us uh, win the rest of the back half of the year, 14 and 2. Ant beast, Logan Mankins. Beast. So when you guys see people. Old school, too. Flip phone in 2010. Wow. What you know about Flip that? phone. Flip wow. phone. T9 text. Flip phone. Dang. We, we switched the iPads in 2012, I think. They what, what are we supposed to do with this? We switched it with the playbooks, gave it to him. He was like, Tom, how I turn it off. <laughs> Did you, was you a T9 texter? Back in the day, yeah. Wow. You text more than me. Showed your age, you got You got it. You got us in trouble when you got the phone I'm, bill too high. Yeah, I remember my mom made, too much she made me pay that off, too. Uh, tough injury for uh, Houston, J.J. Watt. Um, three out of the last four seasons will be ended on IR. Um, Is that true? Three out of four? Yeah, that's what I saw. That's what I saw somewhere. Obviously, a force to be reckoned with when he's out there, uh, a former defensive player of the year. Um, but the Watt family is still going strong. As T.J. Watt was on Monday Night Football last night, making play after play. And yeah, didn't he? Did he get a touchdown or? or did I know he, he had a sack. Good? I know he had a sack, sack fumble. Oh, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I know he had a sack fumble. Um, but yeah, yeah. So J.J. won't be out there, but still got T.J. I mean, and when Derek you, Watt will you, be out there. When you look at life, you look like you can't go wrong with the Watt with a Watt. So, um, I mean, it's not it's not bad at all. You know, give me a Watt. We'll win a game. That, that's what it shows. But I think that's tough for him because I think he actually talked about just the, the psyche of coming back and dealing with rehabbing. You know, earlier this season we talked about, like, Andrew Luck um, having to deal with that. You know, you're going through so much. You're rehabbing to come back. Then you come back, you get hurt. So now you're back to rehabbing. I remember talking to Gerard Mayo about that when he retired, just the process of, like, man, like, I, I'm a little bit – I'm tired of this rehabbing, man. Like, I want to I want to be playing – um, so we, we definitely wish J.J. Watt the best. Um, I think, you know, he means so much to Houston, obviously, with how much money he raised uh, a couple years, was that two years ago now, uh, with everything they were going through with the, uh, with and, the flood. And, and like you said, though, um, with being on IR, I remember I spent 12 games on IR. I think that was 2015 when I was in Tennessee. And the struggle mentally, uh, you're, you're not, a part of the team now every organization handles it differently by player sometimes guys still travel we're seeing with uh dave andrews right now and obviously with uh devlin 
they're two guys that are hanging around, still very much a part of everything we do. But a lot of time, most guys go on IR, and you're on your own. Like, you're coming into the facility, you're hitting your rehab, yeah. but you're, like, really disconnected from the team. So a lot of times, if you don't have other stuff going on off the team, it can be a stressful time, not only physically as you're trying to get healthy, but mentally as you're trying to also stay healthy in that regard, as we talked to Andrew Luck a little bit about that uh, in the offseason, you know, so. Did, did, you, did you see um, when Kyrie Irving hit the game-winning shot yes. and his dad was right there, he gave his dad his jersey? Yeah. Pretty cool moment. The guy has 113 points in his first couple games with the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, he shoots a lot. He's making a lot, too, 113 points. I want to say it was like either the most or second most ever by a guy on his new, new team. team. Most, most. It I was believe. the most. Yeah, you're the fact checker. You should know that type of stuff. I'm just, I'm just thinking. You know what I mean? Just spitting out the stuff. What you got? What you got going on in, in group? Oh, you were talking about basketball. 16 years ago, today. 16 years ago, LeBron, LeBron James, made his debut versus the Kings. 25 points. What does that say? How many rebounds? Six rebounds, nine assists, and four steals. I mean, but does that surprise you? Yes, the, it does. The guy's been a beast you, since day one. You know why it does? Because he'll put up that same stat line 16 years later like it was nothing. Yeah, but, I mean, he was – it's not like he came in and was like, yeah, man, he's got to bulk up a little bit. He came in a physical specimen. Did you see Russell Westbrook? They asked him about friends. He just played against OKC. I saw. I didn't see the interview. I saw the transcript of it. They said, well, what do you do like you're playing in a game and your friends are trying to talk to you during the game? He said, I'll talk to them before the game. I'll talk to them after the game. He said, but they know if they try to talk to me during the game, I ain't got to say to them. He's like, yo, his, his tenacity and competitive nature is just something you admire as also being a professional athlete. He gets in there and he just goes after it, like just sees red and, I mean – Obviously, one of the best players in the league. I, I thought it was awesome for him, but one thing that it did hurt me to just watch Chris Paul back in Houston. And I don't think people kind of realize, like, before he got hurt, like, that team was legit, like, making it happen in the playoffs, you know, against the Warriors. And then now you look, and he's, he's in OKC. It's a struggle a little bit. Um, but, you know, Houston gets the win. Uh, I would have liked to see him get the win back in Houston, you know, but without further ado, though, I'll slide over, over, man. We got a seat for you right here, man. Come on in, man. What's up, man? Everybody, we got Philip Dorsett, a.k.a. PD13. He's in the building. PD, TD, all of that type stuff they call him here in the New England area. You're not going to call him by the name that we call him by? Oh, my God. No. Fastest man on Instagram. That's what man. you call him, man. Fastest man that. on Instagram. Everybody knows that. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, we were we were just talking about the trade deadline, man, and you you know a little bit about that that trade deadline. Uh, how was that, man? Like to get drafted somewhere, you get comfortable, you're trying to make it happen, and then boom, you get traded. I mean, mm -hmm. you didn't get traded to like the worst team. You got traded to yeah. pretty, but still to especially, go through that, especially to go. That was right at the end of training camp, right? Yep. And the, right at the end of training mm -hmm. camp, you get here, there's a game coming up, you're trying to get acclimated. What mm -hmm. was that like for you? It was uh, stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it was stressful. I mean, it was probably, I, was, I ain't gonna lie, it was probably one of the most scared moments of my life when mm -hmm. I got when I got traded. Just being here, the mystique of Bill Belichick, <laughs> everybody thought that it was just, 
everybody thinks that is this place is just so uptight. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, they have no fun. But um, just getting used to one place and then coming to another place, mm-hmm. I mean, literally light years, night and day. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm in a way better situation, and um, I mean, I'm I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. For sure. Was it an adjustment? Whether like, did you own a winter jacket? No. Before like, <laughs> you go from you from Miami, you play at Miami in college. Mm-hmm. You're in Indy. Indy's cold. Then mm-hmm. you come up here, snow, windy. Mm-hmm. Like, did no. you just stay in the house in the wintertime? I stayed in the house. And we <laughs> played indoors, so I didn't have to worry about playing in it. Uh, we practiced inside whenever it got cold. So. Oh, at Indy, y'all was always inside when it got cold? When it got cold, yeah, we was inside. Dang. Yeah, yeah. If That's you don't know, Bill, what are Bill famous words when it's bad weather? Get your say, on. Get your on. We're practicing in whatever it is. <laughs> We're going to be in it. He doesn't care. And we yeah. have a bubble too. We just don't use it for nah. anybody that ever drives by the stadium and you see that little field house thing. They probably don't even know what power. that is. Yeah, we don't know what it is either. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> what What was the best part of playing at the U? Yeah, you from Florida? Yeah. Growing up there, we had Vince Wilford sit mm-hmm. on that same couch. Mm-hmm. That's why it's not as you know. What I mean, it's a little more sunken in than that. Yeah. Um, but how was that? It was It was cool. I mean, because it was a, it was a dream of mine. I've always wanted to play there. But at the end of the day, I mean, we we didn't win as much as those guys did in the past. We wasn't gonna mention that. I knew y'all, y'all mean, <laughs> but you brought that up. Yeah, y'all y'all were no Rutgers. Nah, you know what I mean? see, see, don't, y'all we get don't the, talk about Rutgers right now. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> y'all, what's y'all record right now? It don't we matter. just got our second win, man. Yeah, we four and four. I was about to say we, we four got four two four, more so to catch we, y'all. We, we, we paid two, two million better. for our wins, though. <laughs> Easy, man. Don't let all our business out. Dang. What has been the best part? Obviously, New England fans love their Patriots. Yeah. What's been the best part of being here so far in your young career? Um, Just, I would say the, the atmosphere, the family atmosphere when it comes to just coming in the locker room and just being around a, a, a different kind of group of guys that literally it's about family and it's about winning. Mm. And it's like, when I got here, I didn't know what to expect. I thought everybody was just going to be so uptight because everybody thinks that it's That's just, what it's all. It's the military. Yeah, everybody thinks it's the military. It's, uh, this, I mean, it's uh, everything is just Bill Belichick, the Patriot way, mm-hmm. the mystique of the Patriot way. Um, nobody can explain it. But um, like you said, just um, just the the locker room atmosphere and obviously just winning, winning the Super yeah. Bowl. So that's the best thing. For sure. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some fun stuff, man. What Uh-oh. what other sports do you play growing up? Uh, track. I ran track. I played basketball. Um, those are the two that I really. What, what's the fastest hundred? Ten four, ten four nine. That's why I call him the fastest man on Instagram, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basketball, right. what position? Um, I was like a shooting guard. Like I, like I just played the two. Okay. I ain't really like to handle the ball like that. I just, you wanted, just wanted to shoot. Yeah, I just wanted to shoot and play defense. <laughs> That's why he played receiver <laughs> in shoot, football. Shoot and play defense. That was me. Where do you rank when it comes to singers in the locker room? Because we recently <laughs> found out, for you guys that know, we were pubbing a Duran Harmon karaoke night. Phil did about four. Phil killed it. Where do you rank amongst the singers in the locker room? Um, probably two. I give it to one. I get you. I thought you was gonna say I'm top two and I'm not two. I thought oh, you nah, like, nah, I ain't gonna do it like that. <laughs> I, I, Jawan probably, I'm probably two. Yeah, if you if you ever get a chance, if there's another karaoke night. Yeah. Jawan Bentley and Phil Dorsett, you definitely want to see them in action. Don't want to miss that. Don't want to miss that uh, hidden yeah, talent. Y'all yeah, right. Yeah, right. We working on something next year to open casino night with some singing. So I, I 
There's gonna oh, be some Lord. talented people that come in here. The so girl y'all had singer was, was she was good yeah, though. Yeah. She, went. she was good. She did kill oh, it. I told them though, if they bring in some professionals though, I'm gonna bring my teammates on to give them a run for their money. Like. I'm gonna start it off to kind of <laughs> keep the, the crowd calm. Then I'll let the boys come in. Yeah, you stay away from it. What inspires your Instagram workouts? How did you become, mm. in Dev's words, the fastest oh man gosh, on Instagram? Hey, if y'all don't know, man, what's your handle? Do. Dorset4. Go follow Dorset4 mm -hmm. and just probably look at all the old stories. My man, he'll be on the beach. He'll be in the garage. Wherever he's at. In the Bahamas, running up massive hills. I'm just yeah. telling you, check out the workouts. My sister. Mm. My sister did it. She, she started them. And um, I wouldn't say I took it to another level, but I just, it was just something I just wanted, I guess I wanted to do. It means something that I work out a lot. Everybody, I mean, I don't put everything on Instagram. That's the crazy thing, because it's a lot I put on my story. <laughs> but uh, she's the one, I mean, she's the one that films a lot of it. And uh, she literally, like, she's basically a bodybuilder. So that's what she does for a living. She's, she work out more than me. See, here at Double Coverage, we do our research. Yeah. So, like, we ask you that question, and then the very next question, uh -oh. better athlete. who the better athlete, Ooh. you or your sister? The better athlete. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with me, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's close. But it's close, dog. Nah, she's a, she's a, she's what, a great athlete, too. Will she pick you? Nah, nah she's going with herself. She's going with herself. She's going to go with herself. Now, Phil lives around the corner from me, mm. and the people oh. want to know, in our neighborhood, uh -oh. whose dog is it? Like, Phil <laughs> walks around, I'll, I'll be walking around the neighborhood with the kids, yes. this little dog will come running around the corner real quick, and then here come the fastest man on Instagram oh, man. chasing it. Is it your dog? It's our dog. Okay, so it's, 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 it's our y'all dog. It's our, it's our dog. Okay, Me and we, Mariah, we, it's we, our dog. Right, we got that out the way. It's yeah. about him and his girl Mariah. We, yeah. we kind of thought it's it was her dog. dog, but we always saw Phil yeah. with it. And he kind of be handling. I walk him more than her. Yeah, he be handling my man like a like a football. So we had to make sure, man. Man, he he keep running away from me, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, we got some stuff going on, man. Houston Rockets game. There was a fan that was charged with assault after allegedly punching a New Orleans Pelican Pelicans coach in the face. No way. Following the game. I ain't see this. Girl, no way. Yeah, on ESPN.com. His girlfriend was also charged because she was protecting him and not allowing officers to get to him. They both I don't I don't know if they both, but he's been banned for games for life. How did he get close enough to punch a coach in the face? What you gonna do somebody go in the stadium and they punch your coach in the face? Wait, I mean, that ain't going. I mean, my coach should be. They gotta defend himself. Yeah, I mean we we all gonna get in, but I'm not about to like hey not my wife, like, but how do you get that close? That's what I'm saying. I have no idea. They said See, they're investigating. That, that, that takes us back to the malice at the palace. Yeah. Like, they close. And we, we ripped those players for defending themselves. I mean, that coach probably should have watched Steven Jackson and them boys and Jermaine O'Neal and our test to see what they did. For sure, for sure. And today, making news, the NCAA has made an announcement. They're, the announcement was they're trying to figure out ways to compensate players for their image and likeness. But they're not doing it yet, but they're trying to find out ways. So they said there's three organizations within uh, the NCAA, and they want them to all get together and figure out between all three of them how they can make this happen. What's your I, thoughts on it? You would have, I, I mean, we all would have liked some money. I mean, I mean yeah. Everybody, everybody would like some money. I mean, people don't – I don't think a lot of people really understand that college athletes, I mean, we're basically – 
We were poor. Like that I grind. didn't really have no money yeah. in college. I remember, I, had, I remember there was times before training zero. camp, Jay's now wife yeah. would take us to Burger King because yeah. we had 75 cents in the bank account. I, man, I remember plenty of times me calling my daddy, daddy, I just need $20. <laughs> 20, $20. Just to get something to eat. $20, that's it. That's crazy. I don't know how they're going to do it, though. Well, you, I, but I do think that's crazy because we've heard, I mean, HBO had that special on where athletes talked about, like, living in their cars, being dirt poor. Um, but also some some of them stars on football fields or basketball courts. Um, but I do think it's interesting because within what they're trying to do, they also want to make sure they keep it where the, the college athletes stay college athletes mm-hmm. and they get paid as any other college student would get paid and we were talking about that earlier today so does that mean you get paid like you're delivering food but i'm just yeah. saying college athletes can have all kinds of jobs like if i mean you college go, students students yes yeah, yeah. so that's what mm-hmm. i mean if you go to stanford you could be a part of a startup yeah just because you start something up and you sell it you don't have to drop out of college that's true you can make you can make 20 million dollars if you start up the right app and then stanford doesn't kick mm-hmm. you out but if you just so happen to be tim tebow yeah. and you have the highest selling jersey and everyone wants to Oh, no, 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 sorry, man. You can't make as much money as you should make because we need to give the school a lot of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an ongoing fair? thing. Yeah. How's that fair? Like, Tua, like, Tua obviously is going to make way yeah. more money than somebody that goes to Utah State or something. Yeah, and, and it's just like, the way it is. I'm, I told you, my biggest question mark in it is how does it impact recruiting? Because now that's what they said. They don't want They don't want to create um, a competitive advantage for anybody yeah. or an imbalance between schools. But I guess we got it anyway. <laughs> Guys are getting true. paid to go to certain schools and find a way to make it more upfront. Don't you know? say that too. Phil went to the U, bro. Don't I ain't get paid. We on sanctions when I got that. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, you watched the joint, Shapiro and all of them cats. Luke, Uncle us. Luke, you, we watched it. Everybody saw it. I wasn't a part of it. He ain't get to have them good times nope. that they had out they there. Good us. times. Man, Norma Tech, come back of the week. Who are we going with this week? We got Minka Fitzpatrick, safety for the oh, for the man. Pittsburgh Steelers. Why did he get comeback of the week? Minka Fitzpatrick had a long kind of drawn out story in Miami. Gets drafted a year ago. Plays well. New coach comes in. He doesn't like his position. His mom didn't like his position. It was a lot of back and forth. Minka said, let me go. I want to get out of here. So, the Dolphins decided to trade him to Pittsburgh. Sometimes when you trade a guy, you play a guy. Two interceptions in the game, two mm. pass breakups, two tackles. He just he just went deuces wild in the game. Um, and I'm sure the young man felt well. Monday night football. Everybody's watching. Only his second year in the league and to go out there and play well against your old team. Um, I, honestly, we didn't get to see much of the game because we were all at casino night. But it seemed like a pretty good game. Dolphins jumped out 14-zip. Minka makes plays. Just, a, just a, the way you want as a player mm. to be come back, you know, I guess he didn't go back to Miami, but it was a comeback because his team pulled back up. Like when your ex-girlfriend pull up and she wants you back, and he said, <laughs> no, no, no. I like where I'm at. Before before we hit the lightning round with Phil, let's let's just take care of who won and lost the weekend. Hey, tell Siri to chill out. I'm going, I'm going lost the weekend. I'm going with the Jets organization. And the reason, I don't know if you've seen all yeah. this stuff with uh, Asameli. He went and had surgery, and then they decided to release him. Like... There's a guy that they traded for. He's playing for them in a few games, had shoulder surgery. But the Jets, they lost the weekend for me. Like, just the way it's been handled is just terrible. And, you know, overall, the NFL loses the weekend because now what happens? We go to – he has to file grievances. Mm-hmm. He needs to get paid. For you guys that don't know, when you get released, 
I'm guessing they released him because now they released they don't want to pay him the rest of his salary. But he's injured. But he's injured, so he wants the rest of his salary. So now the rest of this will be between arbitrators and all. It's just messy, not necessary. Um, but we wish Azamelli the best. We don't really care about the Jets, no offense, <laughs> but we wish him the best. Players fraternity, we hold it down. Yeah. Won the weekend, Bill gets his 300th win. Was that the best speech you've heard Slate made so Absolutely. far since you've been here at post game? Best one. He, he had that in his mind. Elite. He was he was working on that for a while. <laughs> can't can't beat it, man. I mean, shout out Billy B. 300 wins. But we also gotta give the NCAA players. They they won the weekend a little bit. We don't know how they're gonna get paid. Or when they're gonna get paid. But they're gonna, they're gonna, gonna get, paid. get paid. So we'll I mean, hey. They're going to get paid. But the NCAA might have also won the weekend by saying they're going to get paid and never paying them. Mm -hmm. They might have just got the heat off their back. So we don't know who really is going to win that weekend out of those two. So is the game coming back? NCAA oh, the game. Oh, I forgot they took that away. Hey, but shout but out before they back, took it. They're going to have to pay somebody. Shout out before they took it away. They cut me a check. I got my likeness check. I John was weak anyway. Man. I take it, though. They use your likeness. They did. I was a, I was a, uh, with the, I was an impact player. <laughs> Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a little silver ring. I was an impact I had, player my I had a little silver on yeah. too. I'm the only one in here. I ain't, I want no impact player, man. Damn. We got a lightning round coming. How how's the lightning round work, though? So I'm gonna ask the question. Yeah. You're gonna answer the question as soon as you can, ASAP. It's gonna usually be a him or her or a him or him or either or and you pick. So yeah. here we go. Let's do it. Andrew Luck or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Andre Johnson or Reggie Wayne? Andre Johnson. Oh. <laughs> Reggie going to be mad at me. <laughs> Would you rather be a football player or R&B singer? <laughs> <laughs> football player. Number 15 or number 13? 13. Best player to come out of Thomas Aquinas. St. Thomas Aquinas. Ooh. Ooh. Mike Irvin. Mm. Mm. For you guys that don't know, St. Thomas Aquinas in Florida High School, they're one of the best high schools in the country every year. Every year I feel like I play in the league, there's always somebody on my team that attended that high school. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a Jersey guy. Jersey has the best football in the country. Don Bosco? St. Joe's beat Don Bosco my senior year. Oh, my bad. I ain't know. Let him know, man. We was ranked 22 in the nation. I mean, I ain't compared to y'all <laughs> being in the top five, but we'll take where we are. It is what it is, man. Uh, they play, just, But they play all year round. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. yeah, they have spring football, spring games. Y'all yeah. don't have spring football? No, I don't have spring football, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, we yeah we, we couldn't we put pads around. on and stuff. Now they're doing the seven-on-seven things all year round. Yeah, they That's do that, crazy. too. We now, did seven-on-seven on seven just in the offseason. Mm -hmm. More than an athlete, I didn't want to give it to you. I mean, like, we got Dustin Colquitt of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I actually played with his brother, Colquitt, in, uh, in Cleveland. But he was the Week 7 NFL uh, PA community MVP, hosting his 13th annual, that means he's old, Team Smile program that provided free dental care for 324 underprivileged Dang, children awesome. from the Kansas City area. They provided over $200,000 worth of dental care to children from routine checkups to cleanings to complex procedures. So hand-in-hand, um, -hand, that's awesome just to hear that, you know what I mean? And I hey, can I win next week once you see what I did, once we add up everything, what I did this uh, yesterday? We'll see. You, you were like my little sidekick. Did you win yet? We'll see. Did you win it yet? Nah. It, no. Nah, nah, not yet. We ain't won. Wise won it though when he had when he had his uh, block party. Block party. Yeah. yeah, I mean we had to so. give it to him once they drew his caricature and he was so like they had him on top of the mountain with the fit like we we had to give it to him. I felt yeah. it. I was inspired by him. Man, reminder to all you guys, check us out on YouTube. 
uh, iTunes, all of that stuff, Spotify. All you got to do is search double coverage with the McCordy twins. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Need those subscribers, man. Special thank you to my guy, Phil Dorsett, coming in. What's his nickname? Fastest man on Instagram. Oh, and next week, I got a film coming out. I'm hosting a filming uh, behind bars. Uh, it's about Byer College. They actually go into a prison, and they allow these inmates to get a full college degree. Not like one of those degrees you get where you take a couple, you know, you do five hours a week. And they really take classes. They study, and I'm talking about tough classes. Um, they've actually competed against Harvard on their debate team. They beat Harvard debate team. So um, doing a screening of that at Patriot Place Monday next week. Uh, so I'm excited about is that. Is that for anyone to attend or is that like a private thing? Yeah, it's a private thing. Okay. But uh, there's it's it's available for people to come. And, I got the uh, text. It'll be a great time. Yeah, we, I got the text. Phil goes, he goes everything. So he's going to always get the text. Teammates support, teammates, family locker room, like he said. Yeah. Uh, as you know, thank you all our partners, Boston Medical Center, Embrace Kids, Norma Tech. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. See you next week. And remember, mama, we made it! <laughs>